Hayden. Hindered. Hindered. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. And you cut. Okay. <laughs> Hindered. church family it's your boy Breno coming at you again with another week of DTS deeper than Sunday we're so happy that you came to join us uh, here on DTS today we're gonna be taking a deeper dive into this previous Sunday sermon that was given by Pastor Don and we're gonna hear different perspectives um, and Don's gonna go a little deeper than he would on, on a Sunday morning just to see what is God trying to speak to us as a church and as a community um, from what we hear on Sunday morning, because as a ministry, we believe that what God is speaking to us on Sunday morning is not just for Sunday morning, it's meant to live out every day in your lives. So wherever you're listening, whether you're on the treadmill, at fist stop, um, you out on a tractor, planting some seeds, um, or whatever you're doing right now, we hope and pray that this video of DTS inspires you to live out the calling and purposes that God has for your life. Before we jump into this message, I want to uh, allow my beautiful guest and my other guest to uh, <laughs> intro themselves with their name and the icebreaker of the day, which is, now for those of you who live in Michigan, it has been not the greatest weather, and we are people of hope, and we are hoping for 80 <laughs> yeah. degrees coming up soon. So the icebreaker of the day is, what is the first thing you're going to do when it is 80 degrees here in Michigan? Hi, my name is Juliana Aquino, and the first thing I will do is get my husband and go to the beach. Or South Haven. Yeah, South yeah, Haven. Right? Yeah, South Haven. Yeah. Okay. I'll in one of those. Yeah, yeah. So not like the saltwater beach, like the freshwater beach. The freshwater beach. Okay. Yeah. Or okay. go to my pastor's house, you know, to enjoy the lake. Oh, the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can come to the river. <laughs> my name is Breno. And I'm just going to do what she's doing. Mm. Uh, I'm going to wear shorts. <laughs> I'm, ex I'm excited to wear some flip -flops? shorts. Flip-flops? going to wear some flip-flops? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's a Brazilian thing. I can't wear them. We love our Havaianas. Uh, my name is Don, and uh, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to put the pontoon in the water and go fishing. Yes. Come on. Right, on the, right on the yes. river, yeah. I'm itching and ready, ready for that thing. I was out there um, late yesterday afternoon. It was all calm, and... I was fishing a little bit. There mm -hmm. weren't, it was too cold. There was too nothing cold. biting. So, oh Man. Well. Soon. 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 Man. All right, you guys ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, so Pastor John, you've been taking us through a series <clears throat> called The Road from Death to Life here mm -hmm. at FFM. We love the Easter season, and <clears throat> we love to uh, just prepare our hearts for a special day like Easter. And this sermon title was The Road from Death to Life. Uh, the Ema Emmaus Road, mm -hmm. is that how you say Emmaus? Yeah. How yeah. would you say in Portuguese? Emmaus. 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 Mm -hmm. So the main point was was uh, the Emmaus Road is a road that reveals Jesus' companionship, uh, conversation, challenge to believe, and renewal of hope to all those who follow him. When we choose to follow Jesus, he reveals himself and leads us on the path filled with transformation, hope, in love. Mm -hmm. This was a very encouraging and hopeful uh, message for us. But before we jump into different points that you shared, I want to hear from you guys. You know, what is something that stood out to you on this message? Go ahead, Julian. Okay, I'll start. Mm -hmm. So I remember that PD says something that 
the the two disciples that were in the road uh, met Jesus, but they couldn't recognize that that was Jesus. Mm -hmm. So they were so preoccupied with were, with their uh, frustration, disappointment, whatever it is, that they couldn't see Jesus. So that was something mm -hmm. that stood out I, lo to I me. love it that she brings her her notes from the sermon <laughs> she, that she's taking during she, the sermon. She, I love it. That's your real one. Yeah. Bring your notebooks in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife does. So she's always on her phone now, but she does it on her it's notes good. app on her phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Um, I, I, you know, I read, there's a couple of points that I wanted to spend some time on that I told myself during the prep time. This, when God shared it, this is really good. Spend some time here. I think, I think the main thing for me was, um, the, the important note of the story for my heart was that, uh, it wasn't the fact that they didn't recognize Jesus because I want to be a hopeful preacher, right? Like mm -hmm. I want, I want the word to bring us from a place of where we are to where God wants us to be and to see him for who he really is. And so the important part for me was not that they didn't recognize Jesus. Um, for me, it was that Jesus recognized them and that he recognized them as his own. Like yeah, it, the Bible so clearly says disciples, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it didn't say that Jesus called them his disciples. It says there were two disciples. So that instantly tells us that they were followers of Christ. And so he recognized them as his followers. And that is so encouraging to me because I guess like we're going to talk about, I mean, times of disappointment and, and struggle, it's, uh, it's hard to see Jesus. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And, um, you know, like Juliana and I were talking beforehand, usually he's, he's right there. Right. He's yeah. always there. Right. It's just yeah. hard to see him. It's not like he's absent. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's some things that blind. So that's, that stuck out to me. How about you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it was um, talking about, you know, how we are on these paths of, you know, um, just sadness and disappointment. We love to, sur to surround ourselves with people who are going down that same uh, treacherous, treacherous path. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, 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 we're, if we're struggling with depression, we love to surround ourselves with people who are depressed. When we're struggling with addiction, instead of walking with accountability, we would rather walk with people who yeah, yeah. Would, who are going through the same thing sure you know so just that point you made with you know be careful with who are who who's walking with you down a path mm -hmm. you know kind of like mm -hmm. that principle of you are who you hang with you yeah, know yeah. so yeah that's definitely and something it, that's like that we so, always yeah. want to walk the path with people who walk our same pace does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that you could use each one of those issues as a pace. So depression mm -hmm. has a certain pace. Anxiety has a certain pace. Lonely has a certain pace. And so That's we good. find those people who are walking the same pace with us instead of finding those people who are pushing the pace. That's yes. good. That's good. Yes. So I, I like that. That's really good. I, yeah. Yes. Now we should, because that's comfortable. You should have wrote that down. Yeah. Why, mm -hmm. why didn't, if the preacher would have said that during the sermon. Then <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is why I love this stuff, because it uh -huh. makes you think. That's what this is supposed to do. Yeah. This is what DTS, Deeper Than Sunday, is supposed to do. That's right. Take that's us really deeper. Good. Make us that's think. Right. Sure. It's good. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we can uh, dive into the scripture. Okay. Um, Pastor, uh, for the sake that. of time, we're not going to read it all. We're just going to read the last uh, bit of it there in Luke chapter 24, verse, let's start with verse 30. Um, and it says, when he was at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. Uh, they said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he walked or talked with us on the road? While he opened to us the scriptures, uh, it's kind of like uh, 
It's kind of like a, a New Testament or Old Testament survey is taught by Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, because he goes through every, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, and they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. So, uh, yeah, we just read that part of it there. So, um, yeah. I, I think that's a good base for the whole context of mm -hmm. the Scripture. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to start with the first uh, point of discussion, and then we're going to go for the first question. So the first point of discussion is the road of disappointment and discouragement. Mm -hmm. Has disappointment and problems prevented you, uh, your ability to see Jesus for who he really is? The disciples faced this one, this on the road traveling back home. When Jesus, Jesus showed up and met them, they didn't see him as Lord because they were too pre preoccupied with their own disappointments and problems. When we focus on our problems more than Jesus, yeah. we will miss the beautiful reality that Jesus recognizes us as his own yeah. so the discussion question is what have been some struggles in your life that have kept you from seeing jesus as he truly is mm. so one thing that i uh, wrote was unforgiveness Ooh. that's a deep one and I, I i i am sure that i'm not the only one but i went through some big things in my life, not only for one season, season, but many seasons where I had to face that and I had to deal with unforgiveness. And that for sure is, I think, a big uh, giant mm -hmm. when it comes uh, for you to see Jesus. It's like, it's a, literally, um, it blocks your vision. You cannot see Jesus because that unforgiveness do, does that. You're not going to be able to see Jesus or mm. even uh, see the person that hurt you as Jesus sees because that unforgiveness does not allow you to do that. So uh, one big thing that I struggled, 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 struggled with <laughs> and, and made me not see Jesus in a, in a season where I knew that he was right there for me and that he had the weapons, the right right weapons for me to use, but I couldn't reach and use them because unforgiveness was paralyzing me. And that's mm -hmm. what it does. You cannot move to the next season or next level that mm -hmm. God has for you or become uh, who God wants you to be because unforgiveness, it would literally paralyze you and you not be able to move mm -hmm. forward. And mm -hmm. you think that you are moving forward. You think that, oh no, I, I passed that, that's that, uh, that person, that, that moment, that thing, but actually no, it's still there if you don't cut the roots. I like it. So that's true. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, something for me, something that, that, keeps me from seeing Jesus in a moment is distractions um, or even even good distractions or maybe the word isn't distractions but like busyness because uh, there's always a lot of different things going on in my mind even good things especially um, just working in full-time ministry and working in music ministry as well every a lot of the practical things I'm doing is to, to like give God glory but I think the busyness of it sometimes mm -hmm. keeps uh, mm -hmm. I think the practicality of it uh, distracts me from the purpose, you know, mm -hmm. and the true meaning of like, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? I'm more focused of like, okay, we just gotta get this done, you know, and like the temptation, you know, to be transparent is like, 
um, not be here, but be somewhere else in my mind because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm doing everything with excellence. Mm-hmm. You know, so like in my life, I need to make sure when I'm taking care of something with youth that my mind isn't focused on worship mm-hmm. or else I miss the whole opportunity of seeing Jesus work through a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's something big for me. And I think a lot of people can relate to just like the busyness of life. People can just miss out on the God moments. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, yeah. But yeah, that's something for me. Uh, for me, it, it, I'm going to say a, a word, but you're probably going to take it the wrong way. It's for, for me, it is actually disappointments, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the disappointments that I have with life or with God. Um, but it's when I feel like um, the people who matter the most to me or the people who depend on me are disappointed with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that it might be a little personal. It might be something people don't might not expect from me. But um, I think in that moment, um, I struggle to see the Lord as pleased with me mm-hmm. just because I'm a son versus... Uh, the Lord being pleased with me or other because I've let someone down mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. so I mean if you're help trying to help someone through a marriage crisis and and it is it doesn't work you know I feel like those people are disappointed with mm-hmm. me or if you're trying to move the church in a particular direction and and there's a huge struggle or it's not going very well and I feel like maybe the eldership team is disappointed in me mm-hmm. and uh, the church is disappointed in me or or let's just say you know I work way too much and I don't get enough time for my wife and and I feel like she's disappointed in me or the kids or the great you know what I'm saying like so and that and that hinders me from seeing Jesus uh, as who he really is and he's he's pleased with me just because I'm a son but I take Mm -hmm. I, I guess I take other people's disappointments and that happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) right um with me as a reflection of God's disappointment with me mm-hmm. does that make sense like I know I shouldn't yeah but and that keeps me from seeing Jesus yeah. for who he really is just someone who loves me yeah um and and no matter what he's not disappointed uh in me so I, I think that's a personal struggle mm-hmm. and I'll be the first to admit to it that it's probably my biggest struggle mm-hmm. and, and people say oh well you're just a, you just want to be a people pleaser that's not true mm-hmm. um but disappointments bother me. I know. When people who depend on me are disappointed, that bothers it's hard. me. Yeah, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I fail, it's, it's not like I bounced a check. It's mm-hmm. always with people's lives. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? If you make a mistake or if you, don't, yes. if you don't live up to the bar or if you don't do it well enough, it always involves someone else's life. Yeah. Like literally, mm-hmm. they're, they're thinking. So it's tough. It's tough, and, no, I, and I shouldn't, and I'm aware of it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't break the reason. Just like you, yeah. you know, every, we're all aware mm-hmm. of it, yeah. but it doesn't change the fact that that hinders me from seeing Jesus, mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. who he really is sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's like the root of it usually is because we're, we're not seeing who he says we are all yep. the way. Kind of like in uh, John 21, when, Peter, when Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Mm-hmm. You know, because Jesus understood that Peter was about to jump into a life where you know those disappointments would be happening distractions would be happening you know but he had to be like before you go out and do that we need to address like i love you you love me yeah, yeah. you know and, and you're my son love it 
So that was good. Yeah. That was really good. Good question, Juliana. Uh, so that leads us into the idea of uh, uh, like the the road. I talked about changing directions on the road. It's the same road. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was so it, good. It's the same road, the Emmaus road, but um, how you're experiencing it determines which direction you're traveling on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the road to renewed hope is is where this kind of thing moved to, right? And so here these guys are, the journey's about to end, and they encourage Jesus to stop and stay at their home, but they still hadn't recognized him yet, you know? And it's during dinner that they finally saw him for who he was, uh, and their conversation turned uh, to the fact that they had just saw Jesus instead of what they had experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and so once they came into the presence of a risen uh, Jesus, their hearts were ablaze, is what the scripture says. Uh, burning fire. I, I made the statement in there, like a burning fire gives light to all who see it, and and they understood and and uh, believed all because of the resurrection Jesus mm -hmm. uh, showing up. Um, when you receive Jesus for who He is, His victory becomes your restoring hope. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the message of Easter, isn't yeah. it? Right. When we receive Jesus for who He really is then his victory becomes our restoring hope. And it's actually an anchor, a, a, mm -hmm. a holding point in our life. And so uh, what are some practical ways that we can keep our eyes on Jesus and keep the hope that's been given to us as believers? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to say something and everybody will be like, oh, yeah, that's what everybody says. But it is true. Bible. It is the, it is the way. It's... Mm -hmm. What do you say, PD? Don't just read. You can't just read your Bible. You, you have gotta to read, read your, your Bible. Bible. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's it's the only way. The Bible says that uh, the one who loves me, they keep my commands. They they know what's written. Mm -hmm. So if you wanna keep your eyes on Jesus, the it's not. It is one of the most important ways. The Bible, but it's not the only way. You can use Bible with prayer, and then from this, you're gonna have relationship with it. God. You know, I love it. It's so good. And I, I mean, just to people make fun of me sometimes for uh, uh, the money that I will spend on a Bible. Mm -hmm. Like I will spend a lot of money on a Bible, mm -hmm. uh, but no one will make fun of you for spending yeah. money on a phone. Yeah, that's true. You know, you could go mm -hmm. spend. I don't know what these things cost now. Oh, it's insanely too much. Too much. Um, <laughs> you know, you just spend six hundred, eight hundred dollars on a phone mm -hmm. and not think twice about it. But if I yeah. spend, if I spend three hundred dollars on a yes. Bible, it's you would much. say, "Oh, I spend eight hundred dollars on a phone because I use it every day." Mm -hmm. Guess what I do every day? Mm -hmm. See, I use it every day, and um, so I don't mind spending money on a premium Bible. And I would encourage everyone, just what yeah. Juliana said, right? And I know a lot of people use their apps and stuff yeah. for that but there's still something to me about this yes. paper yeah it's not the same it, you know the like ain't the same uh, it there's just something about my own personal notes yeah during a moment so that you come back a year later there's just something about knowing that scripture is on the right hand side mm. of my bible right like i don't yeah, know exactly yeah. but i know it's right there it. right so I, I love it and I, I agree with juliana like the nothing's like the word yes nothing's mm. like it that's right sorry that's no. right. It was a little plug, little plug. Little <laughs> plug. Yeah. Buy yourself a good Bible. Yep. And if you and if you be man, maybe you're out there right now and you got a Bible and you're like, 
I have no vision. I don't know how to read one. We can well, help. We can help you out because yeah. we have reading schedules yeah. right here in the hallway. So please yeah, come yeah. to one of us if you're having trouble uh, knowing where to start in the Word, mm-hmm. and we love to talk to you. Yeah, about I mean, the that. benefit is I had. I have two great Bible teachers in my life. One of them taught me, the first one, Pastor Rick, taught me how to read the Bible in a way that I could understand it. And then uh, David Campbell obviously taught me how to interpret the Scripture to discover the revelation that God was trying to reveal in those Mm -hmm. moments, right? Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, there's nothing. Invest in it. Invest in it. It's okay. It's okay. Yep, and you're going to see God in your life more yeah because in those troubling times you're going to remember the verse that you read two yeah. hours prior yeah. it's it's beautiful that's a little it's side so, path wasn't it yeah. that wasn't really the road to a life. what are some practical ways we can keep our eyes on jesus man, and keep the hope that's been given to us man brother? besides the word i'll definitely say prayer mm-hmm. and i think you know i have conversations especially with young people all the time like we overcomplicate prayer. Like we just we see this we see it as a religious ritual ritual, but not like a relational communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like practically, you know, I know Juliana. Don knows who Juliana is, but I, I know Juliana yeah. a lot more than he does, and it has a lot to do with the time I spend with her sure. and the communication yeah, yeah. that I have with her. And it's like it's one thing to be like, you know what, she's my wife. Check my left hand, I got the ring here. But imagine if we were still married, but we never texted. Yeah. We never yeah. called. You know, we still live in the same house, but we would never, you know, say, hey, how you doing? You know, there's that intimacy, that beautiful intimacy that comes with beginning to know who someone is. Yes. And in the same way with our relationship with Jesus, like, it's, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. But it's another thing to... Take that five minutes yeah. on your break and see, like, Jesus, I love you. That's good. Man. What do you have for me? Thank you so much for this job. Thank you so much for this family. You know, that's something <laughs> that J- Jesus has been challenging more. Is like every moment I think about him, mm-hmm. talk to him. The same way when I was dating my girlfriend, every time I thought of her, <laughs> yeah, I good. hit her up. You know, so I think one area that would really help us keeping our eyes on Jesus is we communicate with him because you, you'll begin to realize that when you communicate with Jesus, he's going to communicate back to you. Mm-hmm. And that's when it starts getting real mm-hmm. and yeah, beautiful. It. You know, so that's one way is prayer for sure. Sure, and I love the way Breno's heart's expressed in prayer for sure. I'm not formulating prayer, but just pressing into, God, what are you saying? Like, I want you to hear what I have to say as and I want to hear as much what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And so it's so good. I think for me, uh, I'm going to go right back to the four uh, spiritual uh, inventories that I ask mm-hmm. guys to do mm-hmm. in, in the discipleship group. And, and, I, and you can really do a spiritual inventory in your own life with these four things really quick, right? Number one, how's your reading? How, number two, how's your prayer? Mm-hmm. And then the other two of the four is how's your fellowship, your church attendance. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fight this culture that says it isn't. Yeah. Church attendance is important. Find yourself a good church. Get in there and get involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and leave it better. Make it better than it was when you came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Church attendance is better. Not, uh, we're in the age of live streaming and all that stuff, and that's great. But you can't serve while you're live streaming yep. you know you can't pray for individuals while you're live streaming you can't give a prophetic word in the room if god speaks to you while you're live streaming get in the house yep 
uh, that's important. So how's your reading? How's your prayer? Mm -hmm. How's your church attendance? And number four, it's a dirty word, but how's your giving? Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, yeah. I think our spiritual lives are seriously and deeply attached to our giving. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and that matters, right? That how, matters. Are we, how are we using the resources God gave us to support what God has called us into? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, <laughs> and, and so those four things, reading, prayer, church attendance, and giving, mm -hmm. you can do a spiritual inventory in your own life. And I will say this to you. If one of those three are out of line, you're experiencing something that's, that's out right. of line. That's yeah. right. And you can adjust that by making that adjustment. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if, you, if you're struggling right now, maybe you feel like these guys. You're disappointed because something mm -hmm. didn't happen the way you wanted and you're, you're about to fade out. One, two, three, four. Mm -hmm. Yep. Make those changes and watch mm -hmm. what happens. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there you go. No, and even like with That's that really fellowship good. thing too, that will help us not go on the same path with someone that we shouldn't be on. Correct. Because when you're in a fellowship of believers, when you're in a, a life group, yep. you're going to surround yourself naturally with people who might help you see Jesus more. Yeah, I mean, you come into a room like this on a, on a corporate gathering, say a Sunday morning service, where faith is high in the house and you're struggling, there's going to be someone that's going to go, no, no, mm -hmm. let, me, let, let me remind you who Jesus is, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Like you can't see him because of your tears. You can't mm -hmm. see him right now because of your wounds, you, but he's right here. He's right here and you're going to love on mm -hmm. each other. And, and it's, man, the value of that is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I just get back to church. Yeah. That's right. I agree. It's good. Mm -hmm. Fill the house up and make it a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I would that every Christian would determine to make seating in yes. their church a problem. Yes. Make it a problem. Yeah. Make that's it a good. problem. Bring some folk. Yep. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, thank you guys so much for just hopping on here and sharing your hearts with what we talked about on Sunday. Um, I want to close, like I close each and every episode, with uh, a call to action, just a, a practical application, you know, a response to what we've been talking about. So maybe, mm -hmm. you know, your heart is ablaze where you feel like you're in this place where, man, I feel like Jesus is close, but I don't know where he is. I encourage you right now, wherever you're at, stop what you're doing and, and seek him. The word says, seek and you will find. Yeah, it's good. Knock on the door and it will be opened for you. You know, so my my it's a simple call to action, but it's keep your eyes on Jesus. And I want to ask you truthfully, where are your eyes? Mm -hmm. What are you looking at? Mm -hmm. Like right now, what are you looking at? Is it social media? Each and every moment you have an opportunity, you're scrolling. What are you looking at? Is it is it all the people that you're bitter, bitter with? You know, what are you looking at? Who? What are you seeking? What are you finding every day? What What is the treasure that your heart desires to seek? And if your heart, if, if you're completely honest and you're like, I I do not desire to find Jesus, pray about it. Yeah. Say, Lord, I want to, God, help me desire you more. This is actually a prayer that I pray all the time. Like, Lord, help me. Like, most recently, I pray, God, help me fall in love with the Bible more and more every day. And it's been working. The prayer has worked. So I encourage you, if you're in this place where you're struggling to find Jesus, call, call out to him, right? The word says, so call good. upon the name of the Lord and mm -hmm. he will answer you and you shall be saved. So uh, I want to pray for us really quick. Yeah, and I encourage you, if you're right there where you're, you're on the road and you're headed to this road of suicide, you're heading down this road of darkness through addiction, through depression, through pain, stop walking. 
Turn around. Yeah. The word says, repent and call on the name of the Lord. Repent means to turn. As soon as you turn, mm -hmm. find Jesus. He's going to be there ready to embrace you with his arms wide open. Because you're not. he's just not going to see you as a person. He's going to see you as a son. He's going to see you as a daughter. And he's going to embrace you. Let's pray. Mm. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you for meeting us on the road of life and calling us to go deeper and pointing us to another direction. God, I pray for anyone right now who is struggling in their relationship with you, Jesus, that they can hold on and turn to you mm -hmm. in this moment, God. Pray, God, help us, Lord, as, as we face difficulties like the road of disappointment mm -hmm. and the road of discouragement. I pray mm -hmm. that in those hard roads, we can see you, God, in those difficult moments and help us always mm -hmm. turn back to you. Mm -hmm. Father, bless this reading of the word and diving into this lesson. Let it be the hearing of our ear, but the receiving of our heart. Mm -hmm. We want to see you today, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us here on DTS Deeper Than Sunday. Uh, before we leave, I want to give you a quick invitation to church. Yeah. As we've been talking about Get in church. The building. We, ha we have seats available. Your seat is ready here at FFM or some other church, wherever you live in. But if you don't happen to know any church fam, we invite you to come and join us every Sunday morning mm -hmm. at 10 a.m. We would love to have you. And you would see these beautiful, this beautiful face and Pastor Don every Sunday morning. I'm working on this. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week.